What is up, still studying? Happy Monday, December 13, 2021, and welcome to episode number 177 of The Study Session. Creeping up on 180, I am your host here, Jeremy Ritz, welcoming you to another session here on a beautiful Monday. Again, December 13th, only 12 days away from Christmas, so make sure you're getting your shopping in, your holiday work. I need to take that advice myself because I am behind the eight ball completely. Need to get on the move because it's going to be here before I know it. So as I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching to myself. But again, my gratitude and appreciation to you for joining me. Please continue to share my work with your family and friends. Please drop me a line. One of three ways you can comment directly on the website. There is a comment feature at the bottom of each article. Please leave me a comment. You can shoot me an email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter and comment that way at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag in which I get your questions, comments, feedback on the show. Would love to make that happen with you. So let's do it. I also want to make sure everybody is aware of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is aptly titled The Still City Insider Podcast. We record every Tuesday, that's tomorrow at 5 a.m., and we post between 6 and 6.15 a.m., so make sure you check it out. Jim is a wealth of Steelers knowledge and information. He's super insightful, and it's always a great time working with Jim, so check that out. But let's jump into it today. So there was no Steelers football on Sunday. It was a Steelers-free Sunday in the NFL. And I know I was paying particularly close attention to the AFC North to see what transpired there. And really, it couldn't have been a better day for the Steelers, even though they didn't play. In the AFC North, the Cincinnati Bengals lost to the San Francisco 49ers in overtime which drops the Bengals to 7-6. and six. The Cleveland Browns defeated the Ravens in Cleveland. That bumps their record to 7-6. and six. The Ravens dropped to 8-5, and five, I believe. <clears throat> the Ravens still hold the division lead. The Browns are in second place. The Bengals in third, and the Steelers at this point are 6-6-1 six, six, and one in last place. But I point that out because it just goes to show you that there is still... Not just an opportunity for the Steelers team to make it into the postseason as a wild card, but an opportunity for them to win the division. Now, a lot of things have to play and play out in their favor. They have to play tremendously well, which they haven't shown any evidence that that's possible. But it's there. And it all starts this weekend with a win against Tennessee. Then they play at Kansas City the following week the day after Christmas in those final two games of the season, which really looked insurmountable at the start of the year, looked very winnable if the Steelers can play decent football. Those games being against the Browns at home on a Monday night in Pittsburgh and the last game of the season being in Baltimore. And I could see that the Titans game and the Chiefs game being intimidating because the Titans are playing decent football on both sides of the ball. And the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, anytime you have him, or Travis Kelsey, or Tyreek Hill, that's a formidable offense that's difficult to stop. 
of course, they are going to challenge and stress the Steelers' defense. But when you look at the Browns, the Steelers have already beaten the Browns with limited personnel. They had injuries in that game. They can beat the Browns at home at Heinz Field. And the Steelers have shown that they can beat the Ravens. They beat the Ravens at Heinz Field just two weekends ago. And now Lamar Jackson is injured. Who knows how long he's going to be out. If, in fact, he is out for that final game of the season. Or if he does return from injury, is he going to be 100%? So it's not going to be the same Ravens team that we played earlier in the year. So those two games are very winnable. It's just going to come down to whether or not the Steelers can make the course corrections necessary these final four contests to make a push. And you know what? The Ravens have a brutal schedule moving forward. They have to play the Packers yet and the Rams. And the Bengals and the Steelers. So... They're gonna. Ha- they have, I would argue, the more difficult schedule than Pittsburgh does. The Bengals. I don't have their full schedule in front of me, but they have to play the Browns one more time. As I just mentioned, they have to play the Ravens one more time. So this thing is far from being over. I know a lot of people want to throw dirt on the Steelers team or cheer for them to lose all these games to get a good draft pick, but. Anything can happen in the postseason. Look no further than those New York Giants teams under Eli Manning that made runs. It just comes down to who's playing hot at the right time. And I will say this. If Ben Roethlisberger can start games the way he plays in the fourth quarter, it can make the Steelers team difficult to beat. Imagine this team playing with a lead. If they can get out to a decent lead, how will that impact the defense? Does it force teams to go away from the running game? Does it force them to pass the ball more? Does it stress teams into making mistakes? I think that's got to be a focal point moving forward these final four games is to start fast and to strip Matt Canada of his play calling duties he's a consultant Ben Roethlisberger is your offensive coordinator these final four games come out no huddle the muddle huddle whatever you want to call it but you can't be huddling up and running the Matt Canada offense because it's not going to work Whatever Ben has been doing these past few weeks in the fourth quarter, do that, repeat, and repeat again, and repeat again. And so the Steelers have the Titans this weekend. Thankfully, they're not going to have Derrick Henry back there because that would be a scary proposition with the state of this rushing defense. Although it probably doesn't matter what what teams put out there in terms of running up running backs, it's going to threaten the rush defense no matter what. But it, it will at least be more manageable than if it was Derrick Henry. 
And if I'm the Steelers, I think you have to have a game plan to where you're prioritizing stopping the run. And maybe they did that last week, even though it didn't show up on the stat sheet. And they've got to be ready for that additional blocker because they weren't this past weekend. That additional lineman really stressed and confused the defense. But they've got to be prepared to stop the run or at least slow it down. That's going to be a ticket and a gateway to being in ball games. The Titans do have Ryan Tannehill, who has played okay. He hasn't been great. He's got two stud receivers and A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. So there's going to be a test for that passing defense. Hopefully... The Steelers will get Joe Hayden back this weekend. We'll find more out about that tomorrow at Mike Tomlin's press conference. It would be great news to see Stefan Tuitt get back out there. And if he's not back practicing by this week, that might be the door shutting on Tuitt for 2021. Just something, something to give this defensive line some hope some optimism, but that doesn't look likely. It will be the homecoming of one Bud Dupree who signed with the Titans this offseason. He hasn't had a great season in terms of rushing the passer. After what the Vikings did to the Steelers last weekend, maybe the Titans will try to mimic that defensive game plan and do some of the same things. And if they have any type of success that the Vikings have, the Steelers could be in a dangerous situation, but hopefully they can clean that up. If you listen to this session this weekend, you've heard some of the changes that I'm calling for and why not at this point, you've got to try something different because you can't continue to do the same thing and expect a different result. So it'll be a bit of a showdown between TJ Watt and Bud Dupree. It looks like TJ should be back out there. His injury was nothing of significance. And the Steelers are going to need a healthy TJ Watt these final four games. If he's not out there, what's already a seemingly challenging task is going to be even more difficult. They're going to need TJ. They're going to need everybody. And the Steelers got hammered by the injury bug this year especially on defense. They just need to get healthy at the right time. That time is now. It's got to start this weekend. There's no more room for error. There's no more margin for error. They've got four AFC games remaining. Two are in the division. Everything rests within their control and within their power. Again, home versus the Titans at the Chiefs. Home versus the Brown at the Ravens. It's put up or shut up time. And when's the last time, if you think back, when's the last time you could remember this team making a push at the end to get into the postseason? 
and finishing the year on a hot streak. I can't remember. I'm, I'm literally racking my brain right now to try to remember a run and I can't do it. I, I'm having trouble. Maybe one of you can clarify that for me or can look that up. In fact, I might look that up myself. I'm just curious. I mean, my mind goes back to 2005, that streak that they had to make it in as a six seed and then go on and win the Super Bowl. But I think the majority of their December play hasn't been great. So that'd be a curious stat to check out. But man, I'm jonesing for some Steelers football. I can't wait for Sunday. Can't wait for this game against the Titans. It's exciting. Get back in the mix with this thing here with a win. And Big Ben. Big Ben has got to be called upon to make this thing happen. The team's got to rally around Ben Roethlisberger in the no huddle. How's this story going to play out? We're going to find out at least the first chapter of this four-part book. We're going to find out the first chapter here soon. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 177 of the study session. I am your grateful host, Jeremy Rich. Thanking you so much for joining me here today. Please drop me a line. You can do it on the comment section of the website. Drop me an email. Thus, still study at gmail.com. Give me a follow on Twitter at still study. Would love to connect with you. Be sure to check out. Jim Wexel and I's podcast over on his site, The Still City Insider. It's The Still City Insider podcast. We're going to record tomorrow at 5 a.m. We'll have that posted up between 6 and 6.15 a.m. Check it out. It's good stuff. And in between time, remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, y'all.